0: Season 2 with the boys at Undrafted and Unedited Podcast. We're so happy to be back and up and running for season numero 2. We haven't been off the books yet, but we've been offline for quite some time, and we have some changes to report. Abe Waves is back in the house, but from a new area code, Konishiwa Alex... He's in Japan, corresponding in uh, the late evening. Now we've done a role reversal. Me, it's early morning. You, it's late evening. What's been going on, man? Give us the update, the first ever Japan
1: update. Konnichiwa, motherfuckers. Good to be back. Good to be back recording. What a shitter trying to figure this out, man.
0: Oh, my God. It was like a Rubik's Cube, buddy. We couldn't figure out the audio. I don't know if there was a new like uh, aux cord that needs to be plugged in when you're in Japan. It's like those plugs in Europe. You need the different like outlet. You know, you bring your regular American plugs and you need the three prong instead of going to the two prong. Yeah. Good news is if ever you have tech problems, I'm in the right country for that. So
1: (laughs) Get 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 the robotics team in here. Get them to do something for me. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's good to be back. We're, we're recording the pod. I was all, fu- I've been all fucked up the past two weeks with you being like, yeah, you know, we'll chat tomorrow, this and that, and like that was the same day as me. And I was thinking you were saying, I was thinking you were saying tomorrow. And then when I text you, you're like, yeah, I'm busy. I'm like, what? Like (laughs) it's
0: just been, it's been. Yeah. The the 13 hours is a little bit of a mess up because we're still trying to do the math. And like, somebody was asking me how Alex is doing. I'm like, Oh, I FaceTimed him this morning, but I guess for you, it's like late at night. Anyways. Yeah, you're right. We were talking to F1 yesterday and we're all on different area codes. Uh, The race was at 9am here. You were like in bed. I was trying to give you some updates, but yeah, we've got to figure it out today at least. Yeah, yeah, we're
1: gonna have to be on uh, on date basis now. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, recording on the on the twenty eighth, buddy. Like we're gonna have to be doing it that way. But yeah, we're back. <laughs> got to, nice buddy. Got the Japan. So what's
0: day. been going on? I've been hearing. I've been hearing the stories. So just a little bit of an update. You you you've switched teams. You're now gone from Poland to Japan. Dupes, are, are one of our favorite guests, has followed you. And you guys have had quite an experience, to say the least, uh, not only in hockey, but cultural shock. Uh, you've been gone for about a month and a half. Give us the lowdown. What's been going on? What's been up?
1: Yeah, Dupes, dupes is here. We're living together again uh he, he's legit godzilla around here it's hilarious
0: well i laughed so much when you guys sent a picture of the tracksuits because they, they they organized like a little meet and greet and you had some swag in the room waiting for you and then you took a picture of dupes with the tracksuit pants on and it's like seven inches too far up his shins and i laughed so hard i'm like they probably gave him an extra large and it's still way
1: too short for him. dude all. the guy has capris on it's so funny it's so funny he's he's ready for the flood he'll be the first one out the door his pants won't get wet in a full flood <laughs> it's actually hilarious i remember they were handing out some some gitch and they're like yeah do you want to try it and dupes is like i just give me the biggest size you have the guy's like here this is the biggest i'm like dupes you're gonna try it? he goes no it's gonna be fucking abysmal man i already know I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah all of this stuff's too short yeah it's crazy and what's funny is i am the biggest size too. like i'm huge over here man Like got it's it's hilarious like people are tiny our uh, our equipment or sorry our physiotherapist she's also our weight trainer which is hilarious. The, oh boy. What a combo. Yeah. On the first, yeah. On the first day we get there. And the first thing dupe said is like, dude, this woman is like exactly like, do you know, Edna from the Incredibles? Like the woman, <laughs> yeah. the woman that makes the costumes, dude, like, yeah. exactly like this woman is crazy. Oh. And then, so the first day she runs us through the craziest workout, like leg workout. She's like coming around, like making sure your, uh, your technique is good. And like, and it, it was wild. It was the wildest workout. It actually fucked me up. I was sore for like two well, weeks.
0: Well, it, it was funny because you before you had left, we were golfing, I'm pretty sure. And you, you're like, oh, God. And I'm like, what? And you turned me to the camera and it was an Insta- Instagram story of your team. And they were working out. He's like, buddy, look at this. And I take a peek, and they have Avril Lavigne like complicated, cranked on the tunes, and guys were doing like five pound, like I don't know, flexibility stuff. The you know, there was none of the the bench press or the squatting. It was all these like ten pound little dumbbells, and they're like bobbing their head to the music. And he's like, "You were like, this is a tough
1: look." Yeah, it was it was not a good look on the boys. Social media, whoever's running the social media didn't do the. Yeah, mess. who's the PR it, team it, over it, there? It, it did him dirt. well? Probably her. She does everything. Man, it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually insane i'm pretty sure she's our gm too i i don't know what she does, oh wow but uh yeah she's she's a swiss army knife we call her edna edna the swiss army knife anywho she's a tiny woman probably four foot five and she's got the strongest thumbs dude i got her to like i had a knot in my lower back man i've never been like this woman's got the crazy she would kick my ass in a thumb war it's wild she's four foot six <laughs> she's so strong she'd squash you yeah anyway it's so so like we went on a bus trip and she slept like across the bus completely straight like on two of the bus seats like a a regular greyhound bus she was just completely sprawled it made no sense dupes took like seven seats up in the bus
0: yeah i saw him he was in the aisle eh? he was like laying down the the middle of the aisle he had like the nice little uh the eye covers Uh, there he had the eye mask the blanket the
1: guys couldn't believe that someone would consider
0: sleeping on the ground
1: in the aisle it was like wild to them and dude's like, oh, "Well, you want me to sit eight and a half hours in a fucking chair?" <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> popped the melatonin, and the guy was out, man. It it looked like he was sleeping in a coffin. It was hilarious. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Anywho, I'm I'm jumping all over the place, but yeah, it's it's uh it's been a good ride. We've played three exhibition games now, and boy, oh boy, is is the hockey something, um. <laughs> i i, I kind of briefly th- i we're pretty tough we're gonna be we're gonna be in tough this year
0: yeah because you joined this team and they were last place last year right like yeah. they were the bottom of the barrel yeah
1: so we went out like one of our first weeks we went out on a t te- like for a team party and we went to like this korean barbecue place which is hilarious we're all sitting on the floor and we're just like hammering beers and eating meat <laughs> like that's all it was
0: that's unreal yeah
1: and then we went out at night and we end up sitting around the table and one of the guys looks at us and goes uh this is our first week. He goes, you guys know we were in last place last year, right? And Dupes is like, uh, I mean, yeah. The guy's like, you know we only won six games, right? We're like, yeah.
0: Oh, no. And then the like, oh, no.
1: why are you guys here? <laughs> he like, couldn't fathom the fact that we were joining their team. He's like I, like, I don't get it, man. Like, why are you guys here? We're terrible and we're like thinking about in practice because they can all skate they can all move like you know in the practice but as soon as we started incorporating like five on five like everything's out the window it's a summer skate it's crazy it's wild
0: well, I remember you telling me that the coach is a Canadian guy and a former CIS coach, and and he went in midway through last year and he tried to implement like a bunch of systems and plays, and he basically scrapped it after two games because the guys were in an absolute pretzel with with the basic forecheck and and backcheck systems, right? Oh man! So we got here in our practices, like the
1: first couple practices, Dupes and I were looking at each other, like, like man, this is not like this, this is a novice practice. <laughs> like
0: what we're doing. The, ru- the Russian wheel, the one on o, no, the one-on-one, the
1: two-on-one. On one, no, two no, on buddy, one. we do the butterfly on, on ice pregame warm-up. Oh, I'm boy. not even joking. Oh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about this? They put you on the ice in the pregame warm-up. Like, we're on the ice skating, and for four minutes, you're not allowed to have the pucks. There's no pucks. Both teams. What? Both teams. So you just skate around in the circle, and you do, like, buddy, like, I had the limberous lower back. Because for four minutes, I was just, you know, the one where you put your stick up and, like, above, below oh, you. You yeah. like swing your for four minutes. You're skating around doing nothing, and then a horn blows, and then they just like dump the pucks, and you can like take your pucks now and play.
0: That's wild. It, it is like you know a novice where they're like, okay, yeah. you know, the, here's the horn chain time to change. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have one for the line change. <laughs> Every two minutes, you come on <laughs> and off. Yeah, you play. That's wild. That's wild.
1: Yeah, I was like uh, the first day. Coach is like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, it's, like why don't you have me as a centerman? And he's like, oh, we don't have positions here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Oh, okay. 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 Now you're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But so we got our, our practices were really simple and basically talked to us. He's like, listen, guys, like, this is just the way it is here. Like, blah, blah, blah. He goes. Is there anything you guys like to do last year, as far as like off faceoffs, things like that? Like he likes to talk to us about like
0: different things. Well, it probably, it probably like he's more babysitting than anything else. I'm sure he's pumped to have you guys just at least have a little bit of systems and structure. Like, I mean, if you're a CIS coach, you're you're no joke. That's pretty high up. So he's probably a little bummed out that he wasn't able to do all of his fancy plays yeah, that he's yeah, created. Yeah. His, his his playbook is like in the fire pit right now, but. <laughs> yeah. He he probably enjoys at least having two guys that can can at least follow some X's and O's. His
1: his playbook is in the Korean barbecue. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, he uh, yeah, and
1: we're just like, oh, like we like to do this. Maybe a hinge to the D goes ah, no, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) He goes, how do you like off the glass and out as a play? I'm like, oh, I guess I guess that'll do. Yeah, the
0: Clarence special. Yeah, um, the Clarence Junior B special.
1: Anyways, yeah, I just want to take it back. I I I've been writing stuff down for the past two months. So I was just, yeah, okay,
0: you're, you, you got a a full oh, a man, load of is, stuff. I'm sure you got to share. Oh, we're
1: going to, we're going to push this into like three or four different, uh, different segments. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You're
0: going to have to chop it up.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking about the travel day. Like I was thinking about that today. So we went from Montreal, uh, sorry, from Ottawa to Montreal, we drove to Montreal. So we get there and then we get to our flight and our flight goes directly to Tokyo. So it's a third, it took us 13 and a half hours in the air to get to tokyo
0: was Dupe was dupes flying
1: uh laying in the aisle of that flight too or what? <laughs> yeah imagine i look back he's got the eye mask they're just the, the beverage card the cart girl's just like bonking his head leg. yeah he's he's just done. Bonk, Yeah, he's bonk, had four bonk. melatonins they can't lift them
0: <laughs> <laughs> wet noodles
1: yeah uh but, so dupes and i didn't even sit together so i i was like okay i'm getting some extra leg room so i got the extra leg room and i got into the to the flight and i'm sitting there and a guy comes and i was in like the middle do you know how there's like three seats
2: yeah so i'm yeah. sitting
1: there and i'm in i'm on the aisle and then a guy comes and sits on the other side of the aisle and we're waiting and people are coming in i'm waiting no one in between us no one in between us no one in between us and i'm sitting there and i'm like nice. i'm not getting my hopes up because that's
0: always yeah happens. seriously this is a recipe for disaster Dude, it's always
1: that last fucking guy and he's always huge <laughs> like you know what i mean you know, it's just yeah for, I, know, I, was, exactly. I was waiting for the sumo returning back to tokyo for for,
0: for a sumo tour yeah, he's on his world he's on his world tour and he's coming back. yeah,
1: uh he was yeah, he was on the poutine diet in Montreal to gain some weight. but <laughs> anywho, so no one ended up showing up. so I had no one next to me in the middle oh, nice. which was massive like for a thirteen and a half hour flight, like, I was just sprawled out, having a good time. They give you that dog shit blanket. <laughs> you're oh, like yeah. you're like wrapped in that. Yeah. You're colder than you were before. Uh, <laughs> it's just like full of, it's full of lice. Like just Air Canada lice. <laughs> but like, man, and, and it's weird because you're, it's kind of like midday and you're flying overnight, but like you're all messed up. I I literally think I watched seven James Bond movies. <laughs> wild. You watched the whole series? I, I got all the way to Sean Connery. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> like <dude>. he's <laughs> like the flight wouldn't end and i would look at like the tracker and i'd be like how are we still we like went through alaska i was like how does this even make sense but um yeah it was wild just crushing james bond movies i heard james bond introduce himself one and a half times like 40 times on that flight <laughs> 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 bond james bond i'm like fuck sakes man
0: <laughs> I, yeah now you're, you're you know all the lines by heart eh yeah no kidding here it comes here it comes here it comes yeah and uh so so
1: then we land in tokyo and then you have to get your bags and stuff and then you head on to the what they call the shinkansen which is like the bullet train so we have the bullet train from the
0: airport to tokyo main station which is wild because my money was on, uh, you know, a little family bet that you guys were going to get lost in this train station. Was it? I picture mayhem in this bullet buddy. train station. Like, like lettering everywhere. No English. Like, how did you guys decipher the Da Vinci code of the, the Tokyo bullet train?
1: Dude, it, it, it might as well have been Braille at this point. Like, <laughs> so we get there and it was like, oh, fuck. So we ended up just going to the counter and we muster up, like we, we figured it out with this lady who didn't speak a lick. It was hilarious. She was, she was loving the boys. And then we just like, we winged it and we got to where we thought we were going and we were heading to Tokyo state. What's crazy is so there's the bullet, you're waiting for the bullet train to come like you would at at the station you're at, like you're not a gate, but like where you're supposed to be and it comes and everybody floods out of it. And these cleaners come in. And they clean the whole train, like dude. Scrub, oh wow, dude! They scrub the whole train, and then they leave, and everybody else comes in. So, like, is
0: that like a COVID thing, or do you, no, you don't dude, know? No, like, it's a. Japan they thing. just they're, they're just very clean, dude. There.
1: They're clean, man. It's I would eat yeah, wow. off the floor of this fucking bullet train.
0: It's <laughs> like crazy. The bullet train Zamboni, let's go.
1: Bullet train Zamboni, yeah. And uh, it was just like such a weird thing. This, they're just like scrubbing it head to toe, the whole cart. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, you go in. So we we do that and we get to Tokyo main station. And when I, Dupes literally said it best. He's like, I feel like I'm in an ant colony. Like it makes no sense. There were, like, it was wild. There were thousands of people and they're all boogieing Like they're, they're flying and they're midgets. They're all like five foot five. Just flying through in suits and like, just like constant flow of people. Like it, it was almost like I was tripping balls. <laughs>
0: so, That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And so dupes and I had to find our way. It's huge. Tokyo station is massive. I mean, you can oh, only I imagine. Can imagine. Dupes I'm kidding, had yeah. looked up a stat and it said at any given time in Tokyo, there could be up to 40 million people in Tokyo. Whoa. Which is more than in Canada, or cl- relatively close to the same as the amount of people in all of Canada in Tokyo.
0: Nice stats, guy. Wow, nice guy. numbers. <laughs> g- good, good job of of putting that in perspective for the for the audience. You know, we have a, some that are a little slower, so they can visualize that one. Well done, buddy.
1: Yeah. So dupes and I mustered to, like we got a we got a sandwich. I don't even know how. Like looking back on it, it was a wild day and we're sitting there like trying to find where we got to go next because then we take Tokyo main station, another Shinkansen bullet train to Hashinohe, which is where we live and where we're playing. That That's about a three hour uh, bullet train. Um, so we're sitting there with lost puppies and like we're t- tired. It's been a full day already, you know. And this what, random guy comes up to us and goes like, hey, in pretty good English, this was a Japanese guy. He was like five foot two. He goes, hey, like you guys lost? And Dupes is like, oh, yeah, we are. We're super lost. <laughs> this guy's like, where are you going? We give him st- our, like the ticket and he, he's looking at it being like, oh, fuck, I don't even know where I'm going. So, like, even these guys don't know what's going on because it's a zoo. Oh, shit. And, yeah, yeah. he f- ended up figuring it out for us and brought us to exactly where we needed wow. to go. And when Such. I tell you, man, when I tell you, we could have probably spent 12 hours there and not ended up where we needed to go. <laughs> it, oh, was, I, it was
0: ridiculous. You, you know you know what it was, made me think of? You know, like, the, the TV show Amazing Race where you have to get to point A to point B but yeah. they don't tell you how? Like, oh, you man. just get lost on the trail. You take a, a left instead of a right, and it's like, okay, bye-bye. Bullet train the other direction. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting. You're not. You're not making the exhibition game. Yeah, I could have ended
1: up in South Korea. Like I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even t- seen the difference. We've been like, yeah, this is, Japan's weird, man.
0: Um, but they, they treated you pretty good Because once you got there And you finally got things figured out They had the GM there They had a couple of players waiting for you And it was a little bit more of a, a warm, warmer welcome Than in Poland Where Ruski was waiting for you With the, the whip and, and telling you to get the skates on To do a couple uh, blumpkins But yeah, fucking, yeah So we, we showed up to the Hashinole station We had our GM Our coach Our captain Two guys that
1: spoke English And they were all waiting for us Which was like so That's cool That's awesome And our, and yeah. our team manager So they're all there, and and so they pick us up in the team van, and it was like a a breath of fresh air. They go, okay, like, you guys hungry? We're like, oh, yeah, we're hungry. So they bring us to the convenience store, and all I've been seeing on TikTok for the past year is, like, the convenience stores and the 7-Elevens and, like, all, like, the gourmet shit that you can get. So I'm fired up. I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to town here. So we get to the convenience store, Right away, dupes go straight for a convenience, convenience store spaghetti. I'm
0: like, spaghetti. Yeah.
1: It's like 11 p.m.
0: And oh, boy.
1: I get the spaghetti. I get like an egg salad sandwich because all I've been hearing about is they're unreal. So we get back to our apartment and everything's set up for us, man. Like beds are made. Like a guy come, literally is showing us how to use all the appliances because everything's in Japanese. He's like, this right, is exactly. how you do this. This is how you do that. Now we're bagged at this point. It's been like a 24 yeah, so hour like, It's like in 24. one ear, out yeah, the other. Yeah. This guy's like explaining to us how the fucking oven works. And we're just like, dude, get out. Leave let, us let alone. Let my spaghetti, you know? And, well, it's uh,
0: funny because just a perspective. I remember in Poland, they had given you, or was it France, they'd given you a new apartment. So you'd like walked in after your day of travel and there was nothing like no bed, yeah. no couch, no TV, no furniture. You're like, oh. I, man. I, man, I slept in my
1: winter jacket in France. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the dirtiest mattress, you, like on a piss mattress in my winter jacket, my first night. That's what I slept in. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what did they expect? Like, I, they thought I brought linens, fuck? Like,
0: yeah, welcome did, to pro hockey, they, buddy. They thought I had
1: the Egyptian cotton on the fucking carry-on. <laughs> I slept in my winter jacket, dude. <laughs> no pillow, no nothing. It was just like an empty, like oh, dirty man. piss mattress. Yeah. So,
0: and then, and then you sent us the video of dupes laying in the bed, and it's like a single bed. Like, you know what it reminded me of when you sent me the video? I don't know if you've been in a university res, but it was like the size of a res, res uh, apartment, you know, a single bed. Everything's tight. His legs are sticking out the ends. Bro, it's pretty fucking funny. Like, and like you were talking about, like the hallway, you can't even pass one in one direction, one in the other. You have to do a little bit of a, like an eye contact and a little bit of a, you know, a, a shimmy shake to decide who's going to go first. Yeah.
1: We can't, we can't walk at the same time and we were trying to have the conversation like you know what would be more appropriate for us like if we're crossing paths do we go dick to dick or dick to butt
0: <laughs> and what was the conclusion
1: the uh, uh, conclusion was we go dick to dick and give each other a little peck on the way by
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a little spicy
1: uh no but yeah we live in like we basically live in a dorm it's like an apartment dorm
0: that, and everything yeah, here yeah.
1: is like miniature so like even the countertops like go up to my knee <laughs> like our kitchen D- dupes keeps knocking over my drink at the kitchen table because every time he tries to slide his his like chair in his knees hit the top of the table and <laughs> knocks my drink every morning guys guys knees are permanently damaged from the from the kitchen table
0: that's awesome yeah but single
1: single beds so yeah we're both in in sprawling in the singles and like you said dupes dupes feet are blue every morning because they're just hanging off the back the guy guy, (laughs) yeah the guy's got to ease into his morning routines he can't walk that's hilarious yeah but it like i said everything was set up they had all of our so we get in there dupes tries the spaghetti it was shit by the way dupes was pissed (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know if that would be the one that I'd go for, but you know, interesting so, choice. So we
1: were dying, and of course, we're kind of in hysterics at this point, because we're so tired. And yeah, Dupes has eaten this spaghetti. We're doing a review for the boys. They're loving it. And yeah, we, that, that was funny. And Dupes started trying on all of this shit, because on our kitchen table, I kid you not, like tracksuits, winter jackets, training shoes, like the most hats, shirts, t-shirts, shorts, socks,
0: That's cool, man. scarf,
1: cool. toque, like, man, I kid you And so Dupes did like a um, might as well have been a fashion show, but everything was so small and it was just like we had the funniest night. Our first oh, night I was just imagine. hysterical getting things set up. And then walk into the washroom and we have, I, I'm not joking, our toilet is Panasonic. It's made by Panasonic. <laughs> That's Dude, wild. This thing. Is it a
0: smart toilet or what? Oh, oh,
1: oh, buddy, it is. It's got military grade tracking system. I can tell you that. <laughs> it <laughs> hits your cornhole every time. Oh yeah, uh, built-
0: targeting system, uh, a locking system.
1: Yeah, target locked on your cornhole every time. It's wild. <laughs> it's the coolest thing. It's a like Buddy, the bidet and I, it's got water pressure man the first time like i was nervous like and obviously all the buttons are in japan and like when you're sitting yeah, on yeah the toilet, you gotta
0: watch what you're hitting there. well
1: and you're pretty vulnerable like on a toilet I, i've come to realize like you feel vulnerable you've just like taken a shit you're like feel gross you're just sitting there and then you just see 17 japanese buttons and like you're curious you know and so like you start like playing around and all of a sudden you get like a what feels like a, a pressurized jet up your corny <laughs> and and yeah so
0: hey how are you
1: hey how are you but yeah so and, oh this is so funny speaking of the toilets so we go to the rink and i i always i found my go-to stall there's like a, a really nice bathroom like next to our dressing room so i'm like oh that's nice first thing in the morning you know we just go sit i go and i pop a squat on the first day and i'm like oh dude i'm absolutely disgusted like I just like sink. I'm a shell of a man. It's like 6:30 a.m. I'm sitting, and like when I say like the toilet seat's like hot, piping hot, and I'm like, oh, who's the grease ball that sat on here for a half an hour? You know, <laughs> like you never, <laughs> you never want to sit on a public toilet, like a warm seat. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, you- dude, this has to be the rink rat. Like, there's no way that this is anybody else. Like, he just spent his whole break on the on John. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, just like grossed out, and I'm not really thinking of anything. Do my business. Next day, I sit down. I go, this motherfucker. I'm like, who is it, dude? Who is this guy? And his ass must be like the <laughs> resonating heat. This is crazy. I've never seen something like this. I come to realize that the, it's just a, a, a seat warmer. A heated seat. Dude, it's like it's piping hot. It's like you're sitting in. You know, oh, man. Dude, yeah, That's- it's heated seat, and when you sit down, they have white noise music. Like it sounds like you're in the Amazon that plays.
0: No and way. Public
1: washroom, yeah. So people don't hear you dropping bombs. Uh,
0: wow. Yeah. They've got to figure it out, man. So
1: you can like, it, you feel it. Like
0: so it's warm. One out. Yeah, you don't have to like, you know, slowly push it out. You know, you could just commit oh, and you just have the background music. Yeah. And you just
1: shoot bombs out your butt and you just, <laughs> and you just feel like you're in the Amazon. You're on a warm toilet. Yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's pretty wild. Wow. And, and all the public ones have like the bidets and every like, Gear. wow i man it's crazy dude like they take because you had heard seriously. you had
0: heard the horror stories that i forget who had told you that they literally like the bathrooms are disgusting and then you poop in a hole in some <laughs> that, of the rinks
1: that's china dude oh and poland darn. poland was different, different. Yeah, and poland. <laughs> yeah dude. poland yeah a hole in the ground you just had to that was funny Oh
0: man, well that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we haven't even gotten into the gist of it, but well,
0: well, that's what I was gonna say. Do you want to continue with some hockey stuff, or like you're you're on a on a good little heating stretch, or do we want to move on? What do what do you feel like segmenting off? Let's
1: talk about our first day of hockey. So yeah,
0: give us the first practice or the first time you get on the ice with the boys.
1: Yeah. So they told us, but so they dropped us off. It was late at night. It was like eleven p.m. We had our spaghetti, blah blah. But Buddy showed us around. Also, I should talk about like all the technology in our in our uh, apartment it's crazy anywho but he drops us off and he's just like yeah your car is parked in number five so we like okay be at the The (laughs) rent yeah the the terrios we were praying is making they they
0: imported it from poland dude yeah you
1: like this car oh man i would i would be so fired up
0: but so So what do you got what did they give you
1: yeah so we got a we went out there and what's hilarious is in parking spot number six there's like the tiniest funniest pinkest car you've ever seen like oh man. It, it's the funniest looking car and i'm like man i was praying to god that that was our whip seeing dupes and i like <laughs> crap and parked right beside <laughs> it was our our nissan Duke, black nissan Duke. oh nice yeah, actually, okay that's pretty nice. cool yeah perfect
0: nice it's a nice little nice car
1: perfect car like everything's great so they're like just be at the rink tomorrow morning like you're not going to practice we didn't have our gear because you have to ship your gear from the airport like ship your bags. okay So we didn't have our gear. They're like, just come to the rink at any time and, and just get settled in. So we're like, okay. So the next morning we go and dupes is like completely at this point, he's my chauffeur. Like sometimes I even sit in the back just to make him feel like he's my bitch. (laughs) <laughs> no, well, yeah yeah <laughs> no the uber yeah not actually but he he just does all the driving, and he doesn't likes it, it. so yeah. we jump in the car and then we both look at each other i'm like oh for fuck's sake, get back out of the car switch sides yes <laughs> yeah. yes it's opposite so, over there right so he gets into the car and we start to drive and we're driving down like a really tiny road and all of a sudden, like, he smokes the mirror on the, oh, te- no. on the telephone pole. Yeah, this is like <laughs> two seconds into thing. And like the, te- the mirror, like, folds. You know how it just, like, folds? Yep. I'm like holy fuck. So I roll down the window. I just push it out. It's completely fine because we were going like 40 or whatever. But Dupes is like, oh fuck, like I'm not <laughs> used to being on this side of the road, like because yeah, it feels it like messes with you, man. Yeah, it does. So he didn't know he was that close to the pole. So we're dying of laughter. We're like, oh boy, like <laughs> this is gonna be a rough ride to the rink. So we're taking her nice and slow, and I'm running them through. Like I've got the the GPS going, and so we get to the rink. The boys are on the ice, and we go out and watch. We're like, oh boy, like this is. <laughs> This is something, you know. They're doing the uh, when is it, when the is uh, the
0: professional team going on? Uh, yeah. When is this minor minor hockey uh, practice done? Yeah. This so, pickup hockey done.
1: So we're towering over the boys on the bench without skates on, and we're like, "Oh my god, like I'm gonna be huge here," which is awesome. I'm going to be
0: tall. Well, it's too, funny. I was it's funny because your intro <laughs> video. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but they <clears throat> they do a little intro video for all the new players, and they had you, and they kind of ask you to describe what kind of play you have, and it's just like, oh, I like to score goals, I like to make plays, and I like to play physical out there, and I like literally when I listened to it, I went, Pff! I had like something in my mouth. I'm like, did you hear what she, what Alex just said, Steph? <laughs> and then I texted you. I'm like, power forward. No, question I said, mark, question I said,
1: question mark. Do physicals. I, I checked the guys' balls to see if they have any.
0: <laughs> you misunderstood. Oh, my bad. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the subtitles misled me. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. so but-
1: so the next day, what I wanted to get to, and I'll finish on this, is we get our gear. And, like, obviously, we didn't bring. They asked us before what we wanted new. And we said, like, shoulder pads, elbow pads, and things like that. So we didn't have to bring them. So the the equipment manager comes in. He's like, yeah, we don't have that stuff in for you yet. So he gives me, hands me a pair of old shoulder pads, like, dude, Cooper alls. (laughs) And then gives me some elbow pads. And then he goes and dupes, has new stuff, but like from the junior team. So he has, he's wearing small shoulder pads. These things, like he couldn't even he couldn't attach the body part of like the the Velcro because it was too small, so he just had loose small shoulder pads, and he's still towering over everybody. And then we go, oh yeah, well we obviously don't have helmets. Like the team's gonna give us helmets. He goes, oh yeah, here, hands us helmets. I look at it, there, no visors. So,
0: oh, man.
1: So he goes, Yeah, we don't have the visors yet for you. So we're like, Okay, we're doing a real professional league hockey practice, and these guys are expecting us to come out and be like, you know, good, yeah, players. the saviors. Uh, well, almost to a certain extent, it's, the make Jesus and dry settle. right? So, a- and then they just see us come on. We have no visors, dupes is wearing small shouldies, and he looks he literally looks like Todd Bertuzzi out there with no visor. I'm crying laughter. I look like a fucking moron, and we're doing drills like, just a legit helmet. Like, I felt like Chris Neal, <laughs> like, just that's yeah. wild yeah and so they took this like welcome video welcoming us to the team and it's like uh,
0: not with that gear on please yeah, don't with tell us
1: brutal gear and we were doing a drill dupes is like stretch i was stretching at center ice before the practice no visor like look like such a bum oh <laughs> dude it's so funny that was our first experience in our first two weeks we had no visor, so can camp
0: that's wild yeah that's wild you yeah, think these guys can't raise the puck so that's good that's, that's good your face was
1: yeah i like we we're doing drills we're like yeah go in front of the narrow These are gonna shoot i'm like no they're like no i'm not <laughs> like no i'm not doing that are you kidding me <laughs> yeah and uh oh man yeah and then we got to the rink and you know we met our the guys and we have two guys who are over 40 we have the two a old- lot we have the two old oldest guys in pro hockey right now our well, goal. I laughed because uh, he put up a shot yesterday.
0: I know that's what I laughed at, and then <laughs> the other thing I laughed at is when they sent out the headshots of the team, and you and Dupes were sandwiched between a guy that could be like a sensei, a master sensei, and a dojo man. The guy yeah. looked like a fossil.
1: Yeah, he's bald. He's bald head to toe. He's like a fu- he's like a bald cat. And he's hey he's hey. hey there's nothing
0: wrong with being bald. <laughs> yeah, true. He's
1: like 42 mm-hmm. years old, and. Um, <laughs> He played, and, in, and like, dude. He played in the Dell, like the DDL, the German league, twenty years okay, ago. Okay, so he's so he's pretty sick. 20, he, well, twenty years ago, he played in the coast. He goes, uh, he comes up, he like he speaks a little bit of English because he's traveled around and he's been playing forever. I'm, he's like the Yager of Japan. He's a legend. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, they, he goes, yeah, I play in East Coast. I go, oh, cool. Like for who? And he like named the team. I was like, oh, does this guy know like even what the league is? they've been up?
0: folded. Yeah, dude. This the, team, like, the hasn't... Denbury Thrashers. I played for the Denbury Thrashers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might as well have been. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's like, I play in Minneapolis. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, that's crazy. He goes, oh, yeah, 25 years ago. <laughs> <I'm> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But does he still got it? Like, does he still have, like, does dude, he probably jacked. knows where to he's go. He's fucking jacked. He's in the best shape on our team.
1: Wow. He just rips around out there. He's 42. I'm, I'm like, i I'm baffled. I'm like, I would pull. I don't understand. Our goalie, our 48-year-old goalie, split the game with our other goalie. And he came in cold halfway through the game to a five on three and made a split save. I was like, ooh. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, this 48-year-old, done. I'm like, that's Is a cre- career ender. He popped right back up. He's playing. I'm like, well, dude, these guys don't age. It makes no sense. It's That's like, wild. Yeah. It's because Edna's had his, her thumb up fucking... <laughs>
0: his his hoop for 30 years and all the heated seats
1: yeah true honestly therapeutic you do feel feel better like when you get up like you don't feel as like tight after after like you feel yeah it's true it actually it's like having a535 on your butt
0: (laughs) (laughs) the tiger bomb yeah that's awesome dude
1: anyways I, i when i say like i have i i wrote like I spent the day today prepping this, and I haven't talked about a single thing that I wrote on here. So, oh no! So we
0: gotta have a lot of intel.
1: Well, it's good because we got nothing else to talk about. And we
0: well, it's funny because ninety percent of our fans they just listen the first fifteen minutes, anyways, just to hear your, your crazy stories. So there you go. Did you? Say, we're gonna have a bunch coming say, in the pipeline. Did you say
1: fans? <laughs> yeah, fans, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I call them fans now. Hey, Judy. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was at P-Mott's uh, wedding eh, recently last weekend, so all the boys were there, and, you know, P-Mott get through a little little chirp about the podcast. He's our number one viewed, uh, I guess, or listened to episode. But I was P-Mott trying, you know, recruit pod. P-Mott from the pod, from and I'm trying pod. to... Oh, friend of the pod. Friend yes. of the pod. Go yes, ahead. Sorry, friend of the pod. No, but I'm trying to recruit some of the boys because they're all the hockey guys. You know, Scotty is there. He said he'd come on and McMurtry was there and and Dumo and all those guys are pretty funny. So uh it, it was kinda it was kind of funny that it came up and, and even one of the guys, Elias, he's such a nice guy. He found out later on that we had a pod, like really late on. We were probably about ten episodes deep. And so he asked me for the information. He's such a nice guy. And he came up to me and he's like, I'm all caught up on the pod. He listened to all 15 and, you know, such a nice guy and and, uh, super supportive. So it was kind of funny uh, especially when the wine's flowing, uh, the, the, the boys were, were, were giving it to me a little bit, but it was still an all good fun. So yeah, fun well, to get this Dupes, back up. Dupes actually,
1: yeah. Dupes actually said that like the other day, he's like, are you guys just done? I'm like, fuck, like it's, it's been hard. Like I, obviously you're busy with your schedule and things and it's a little bit harder now with the time change, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. And a lot of people like I had a, a few guys reach out to me just being like, man, I, I find it fun. Like he uh, one of the guys said I listened to Lloyd and just like hearing him talk about his old stories and how he reflected on his career like he just thought it was really special he's like it, it was kind of cool to like be able to have closure so he reached out and was like yeah I'd love to do that so we're hey, gonna let's go. Guys. yeah we're going to have a couple guys coming on and we'll get Deuce back on for his takes right now cuz they're all oh, I can't wait dude can't it's wait. it's just yeah it's it's a treat to hear this guy right now so
0: yeah well anyways was, we'll we'll be was it good? Oh, the wedding was awesome. Yeah, no, they, they, we were at the Belvedere. What a beautiful spot. And, and Sarah looked amazing. Peter looked great. They did a, you know, it was it was great. And the, there was a tons of good speeches and, it's kind of fun to reminisce with all the boys. It was all the hockey boys I grew up playing with. And, and there was a good mix of your friends too, uh, Alex, that were there. So it was a really, really fun crowd. They had a good band mixing with the DJ Franzi, which is a buddy of ours as well. Uh, so it was a good mix of, of some rock music with some techno, some pump up. Buddy, I woke up the next day and my knees were completely shot. And like I'm not a D floor guy. I, I, I avoid it at all costs. I probably spent three quarters of the fucking night on the D floor, buddy. I don't know what hit me. I don't know what was in the, the wine there, a little sprinkle of – of uh, ecstasy or some shit <laughs> that Peter, the Peter special wine, I don't know, MDMA, but I was on a different planet.
1: Buddy, try getting uh, cold to do the splits on a five on three. Oh, well, that's eight. what I felt like. I, <laughs> that's what I, I felt like. Yeah,
0: you got the ice packs on both your knees. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I don't know what happened. But anyways, it was a great time. And um, yeah, like I said, uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So That it was, makes a lot of a sense, beautiful...
1: actually, that I hear that the Belvedere, because I texted Peter to congratulate him and uh he never answered me so I'm just assuming that he couldn't stick with his bell plan and he's now with kudo to save a, <laughs> save a couple of bucks <laughs> he had to get rid of the phone
0: from yeah he has no more data he's broke yeah <laughs> no more data yeah so I'll be getting oh, a text
1: from from him because he completely big leagued me there so but yeah, yeah,
0: well, he he had a couple boo boos too. He he stuck out the wrong hand to receive the ring, you know. And some of the girls were like, "Oh my gosh, it's the wrong hand!" He stuck yeah. out his right hand when 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 Sarah put on the ring, and uh, you know God, the boys are like don't even notice that shit. But the girls like, "Oh my gosh, it's the wrong hand, wrong yeah. hand." Yeah, he got her a so watch was a instead time. of a ring. He <laughs> 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 like, oh, "Hey baby, fuck. I knew it, I knew it. Come on, I got this uh, for winning the championship okay. in the adult uh, men's league super series super yeah.
1: league." He's like, Peter, no, will good. you take Sarah to be your lofty wedded life? I will. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can picture him like doing something like that. Just oh yeah. Butchering it. No, he was really good. He, it was really fun. So I really enjoyed it. But anyways, I have a couple of referee reports too, that hold in the tank that I that I carried over from last season. You know, the the offseason training's been intense. Went to the doctor for my physical the other day. He's like, oh. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, you put on another uh, 10 kilos from last year. And I'm like, oh. He's like, yeah, you got to really watch your weight and and so forth. Your blood pressure is good, but you're you're really climbing up the chair. I'm like, oh, I, I made him chuckle. I'm like, that's my dad weight. And he, ah, but the yeah, the off-season too. hasn't been too good. The corner <laughs> What's weight. What's that? Corner weight, we call it. The, the corner weight, yes. Yeah, yeah yes. getting I'm, there. I'm back trying to be like you back. and be a power forward this year, you know? Buddy, I've, I'm, yeah,
1: in the I'm dominating the corners right now. I can tell you that.
0: Well, let's get right into it. I know we th- we, we have a couple points that we want to go over the playoff rating. I know it's been a while, but what was your review of the playoffs? What you what were some takeaways? What were some things that you enjoyed? NHL playoffs is obviously what I'm talking about. Uh, that's the last time we talked. We did the predictions of the first round. That's that's so long ago. It seems like. Yeah, I know, and I listened back, and we were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we we the were totally days. off.
1: In, fa- in fairness, like nobody was guessing like a team like Florida would make a run like they did. Buddy,
0: buddy, guess who guessed Florida and guess who hit big time on the bet I had Florida. Listen back, and you? I even threw it on bet three six five. Fucking right, wow. I parlayed them with Edmonton too. No way, Best little paycheck. Let's I'll, go. I'll but yeah, I was that. dud. I was looking at the others. I was, oh, sh- we were off, man. I think we were like forty percent hitting. Uh, but yeah, it was really unpredictable, really weird playoffs. I mean, I, I, I thought there was some good entertainment. I watched it a little bit more than I did in years past. So I don't know if that was just a lifestyle thing, but I usually watch the first couple games of the first round, shut her down and maybe watch the last couple games of the Stanley cup playoffs finals. Um, but this year I felt like I stuck with it a little bit more, even catching a period here or there. Following the updates, following up the highlights, you know, I would give it an eight out of ten. There was a bunch of upsets, bunch of overtimes, extended overtimes, um, but but it was still overall pretty good. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there were some good storylines, and I I will say the same because I, I it's not like it sounds weird, but it's, I don't tune into the playoffs all that much. Like I'm not a guy that every night is like, oh man, we're getting the East game and then the West game. Like this is going to be a sick five hours of my time. You know, it's just yeah and I, I i go out of my way to watch things like i watched i think almost every single game the leafs were in because it was a cool storyline and they're fun to watch and i was like if they, yeah it was like, a good series if they win i'm happy for canada i'm happy for guys like dubis blah, blah blah and if they lose it's hilarious so it's like you know it's a win-win in that regard uh so i watched a lot of that and and you're right like it was these storylines of just florida like they were fun to watch it was old-time oh, hockey man. It was like battling and these guys were getting hurt and bodies were flying and laying out. And it was like, you could tell like, it, you know, it, was, it, it just felt like a really competitive year where, where anybody had the
0: chance. And it was like kind of whoever wanted it more was going to win. Um, well, and it's crazy too. What I noticed is like Florida, you know, there's something to be said about these teams that come in rolling, you know, have to battle for a playoff spot and then they just keep the momentum going. But they had fi- figured out this play, the flip play by the D-man. Were literally like they would get the puck, they would look for a, a, a playoff ice, and if there was nothing, they would do these high flips, and then their 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 Sam Bennett's and their Ryan and their Kachuk would just bury the defensemen. You know, they would just barrel in on these guys, and if not, then it would just be like a bouncing puck that that would maybe come their way. They were forcing turnover after turnover on these high flipping, you know, like outlet. Kind of like get it out of danger. Like we're not going to mess around with the puck. There's no pass. Option one is not there. Option two is just a high flip, and it was working all the way until the finals. Basically,
1: yeah, yeah. And it, it and people are saying now it's like, well, you know, big teams are are the teams that w- won this year. You know, are you trying to yeah. mimic? that or is it the like, power forward? yeah, the game was going the other way. And all of a sudden it was like, well, now there's teams that were rolling four lines. They their third line, their fourth line were dummying guys and all their D's were six, four, you know, look at Vegas decor. Look at, you know, the, how, how Florida was playing. But yeah, I think a lot of good storylines. People had some good coming out parties. You look at guys like Montour. You look at guys like Kachuk and Reinhardt. Like you said, those guys coming out, you, it's a what feel. What about good Ivan
0: Barbashev? Well, dude, he's people, exactly a prime example. Cash money. Freak. He went from he would have made four million a season in what he's making now, six million a season. Like the big power forward that was literally like he was he was dummying guys. Remember when he 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 reverse hit Radko Gudis? Yeah, dude. Like Gudis was, was a big man. boy. That was like, and a, that was that was the TSN turning point of that series when yeah, when Gudas came to lay the body because he was trying to lay the boom on 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 Barbashev and just totally got wrecked.
1: Yep, wrecked. They, they realized they couldn't bully him, and it was over. Nope. But yeah, yep. and, and again, like these feel good stories, like like Eichel um, and and Vegas, They had they were playing might as well have played credit card roulette with their goalies all year, oh and they were God. just like. Pulling goalies out of left, man, I played with Logan Thompson. Well, I played, I had three games with Logan Thompson in the East Coast Hockey League 25 years ago with Dice on my team. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I, I played with him. He was a goalie for the coast
0: in South Carolina. (laughs) <laughs> well, I remember that you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And-, and it's funny. It's funny how now the right, it, we had two extremes. We had the, the $10 million goalie and, and, you know, Bobrovsky coming out and, and stealing the show for three out of the four rounds. And then you had the third string goalie for the other team ultimately win the cup. And, and it's just crazy now how teams are, are going with a two, three goalie system now and not paying the 10 million for the one, one man show, because it seems like you could put anybody in the pipes and they're all Oh, pretty fucking unreal. Like Aiden Hill was a third stringer, and he ended up pulling out the the Stanley Cup win and almost getting the Conn Smythe too. Yeah, wild, wild. And a- even if you think of Florida, like Alex Lyon was their third string goalie, and he's the one that carried them into the playoffs and got them through the first couple games of the first round, and then ultimately got pulled. But it's crazy now. Yeah, you just need it. You need it. You need that tandem. I guess the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, what were your thoughts on on the long break? A lot of people are saying that that killed the the Florida momentum. Is that they had that eight day break in between the you know the conference finals and the the Stanley Cup Finals, and that was a huge debate. You know, I think Vegas had two or three days, so a little bit shorter. Uh, what are your thoughts on keeping? You know, what if they just made every series a certain amount of days of break to give the boys a little bit of rest, a little bit of relaxation? Or should they just sprint to the finish as soon as one series done? Let's get the next one going as quickly as possible. What are your thoughts on the break? Do you think that was a game breaker? Do you think it's good to keep to keep the bodies fresh, keep the boys rested, maybe give them some time to uh, to get the, you know, the injury bug out of the room? Because it seems like at the end, the final stretch, it's whose team's the healthier. It's been two years in a row, right? Florida was banged up. Kachuk could barely hold his stick. We talked about Gudis. We talked about Sam Bennett was a different man. He's, I think he had a shoulder injury. You know, we talk about the year before. It was Kutrov, It was Braden Point it was Anthony Sorelli, all these guys coming into the finals with some major injuries. And it, it obviously has an impact on the, on the series and on the end, right. It was a little anticlimactic. Some would argue that the last Stanley cup finals of the last two years have been pretty boring because so lopsided.
1: Yeah. And, and what people don't realize is everyone's saying, Oh man, like, you know, these guys are getting time to rest. It's like, uh, n- no, they're not like these guys are bagged. They're exhausted. They're going through it. If, if, those three days are helping you then yeah it's for maybe a few bumps and bruises but the guys that are hurt are still going to be hurt three days later and the guys that are feeling okay are still going to be feeling okay but they're you know you don't recover in that time and it's kind of like you're going through it like what people don't realize is the playoffs is a grind every day like you wake up you're sore you're tired and it's like you just like go through it it's like you know I, I shouldn't compare this to this, but it's like, imagine going the hell week, you know, the military hell week and saying like, well, we could just do two days, take one day off, go two days, take one day off, do two days. It's like, nah, man, like, let's just get it over with. Let's do the grind. We're all together. We're here. We're battling. We're in the momentum. We're in the swing of things. Like you just go and you do right. You don't have right. to think, you don't have time to think you don't have, you know, you're not sitting around doing nothing. It's like, just go. I, I would prefer to have, I play every night. Like, right. just, just let me go and grind it out. You know, if you have a broken wrist, your wrist isn't getting better in three days. It's You're just going.
0: Right, right. And I guess that's part of the uh, the prestige of the Stanley Cup. Like, that's what makes it different from other leagues. These guys are battling every night for like a month and a half, right? You don't realize how long the playoffs can go. 28 games, you know, that's the max you can go. So that's a lot of hockey in a short period of time. And it's a physical hockey. I thought that this year's playoffs was very physical. Pretty dirty, too. And, and and moving on to our second point was that Petriangelo slash on Dreisaitl. To me, oh, my God. You have a Dreisaitl open net. I don't know if you remember this play. It was near the end of the game. He's coming down the right side of the boards, caught crossing the Vegas blue line. Petriangelo was a couple steps behind. And literally the two-hand tomahawk over Dreisaitl's shoulder, bang, right on the wrists and starts a little skirmish. He ends up getting a one-game sussy for it. I don't know what you thought about that play. I thought that was, you know, that was like Peeboov's behind the legs slash men's league type thing, seven-game sussy, but he got away with one. One. That could have been a series changer, man. Edmonton could have moved on if that was a little bit longer because Pietrangelo was was a beast in that series. What were your thoughts on that play? Do you think it was justified one game? What, What would have been your feeling from the Vegas point of view or maybe from the Edmonton point of view?
1: yeah wild <laughs> like legit wild it's something you like wouldn't think you'd see i obviously like i wasn't watching that game and i remember seeing the highlights i'm like dude wh- how is this real like <laughs> that was nuts first of all like i can't believe it didn't like i thought dry arm was going to come off i've been watching game of thrones with dupes. i thought like literally <laughs> his arm would just be like off like hanging uh, uh, uh yeah wild play and it's like the th- you said it perfectly like petrangelo is such a big part of like that decor and whatever and it's like well, you know, maybe this series would have been different had he not been playing at all. Or, you know, who knows Edmonton, a little change like that. And Edmonton's holding the cup now. Like you, you yep. just, you really don't know. I think like he, he needed to be suspended f- far longer than that. And, and, and what's wild is like, I get it. There's not really room for retaliation in the playoffs. There's not really time to do that, but man, you can't let Dreisaitl get, take that. Like it's, well,
0: Let's put this in perspective, right? Seidel had, I think he had 13 goals in 10 games. Like he was on pace to break that 19 goal total playoff record. He was so hot. It's a nothing play. It's an open net at the end of the game. For those of you that think that Petriangelo didn't do that on purpose, you're fucking out to lunch. That was 100% out on purpose. So this is a guy coming in on one of the best, hottest players in the league right now two-hand tomahawk on purpose at the end of the game with a nothing play, and he gets one fucking game suspension, and they'd given that one-game suspension to Darnell Nurse for in- instigating a fight at the end of the game, which is fucking bullshit. I couldn't believe it. I think, to me, that was like an ultimate game changer. And they they say this thing now is like, okay, they-, they assess the suspension based on the injury, that uh, uh, outcome of what happens. Well, do you think Dreisaitl is going to come out and say, oh, yeah, my wrist hurts? He was probably fucking hurt, man. He might have broken his wrist fractured his wrist you don't think he's going to come out in the media and say that no because then the boys are going to be attacking his wrist they're going to be like oh you know like this guy can't shoot he can't make this play now he's got a fucked up wrist so it was like a lose-lose situation to me that should have been a five-game suspension and even Petriangelo comes out and he's like oh yeah they've been dirty with me they've been hitting me all the chances they get well yeah no shit you're one of the best defense in the league they're going to try and get you off your game you know so I don't know I, I I was really pissed off about it I actually dislike Petrangelo now because I think he's a little bitch because that's something I would do. And he didn't even fight. He didn't even <laughs> fight somebody after, you know. Like he didn't even. That was it. You know, yeah, a little but, uh, dirty tomahawk, and then dude, that was he's,
1: it. He's probably he's probably has his balls in the cup right now. Yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't care. He's eating his he, he's eating his Fruit Loops out of the cup
0: today. You know what it made me remind me of? Remember when Crosby slashed Mark Mathon on the hand, and he took off his glove, and his yeah. finger was like dangling off. Like, yeah. Dude. Do you remember that? Yeah. Girl. It was disgusting. Every ever tell like you his, the f- his fingertip tell was tell like you dangling? The, fing-
1: the finger story of uh of when whoa, I was whoa in whoa Quebec whoa. City. whoa whoa this is a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the when I was in Quebec City. What happened, dude? I- Adam Chapman, a guy I played with at Carlton, who was with us in in. Uh, in Quebec he had a bomb dude this guy takes a one-timer and uh the on on the power play and the PK guy slid with an open hand to oh, bl- no. block, and it hit him in the fingers and this it was like uh he was an import like one of the Russian guys or whatever um not import what do they call him do they call him the import
0: Yeah, what are they? Yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Anyways,
1: doesn't matter. He starts like screaming, like screaming hysterically, and he like takes off his glove and comes like off to our bench because we were at home and he skates off the bench and like our doctor grabs him right away. Blah blah. blah. Like okay, like whatever. And our doctor comes back out and was like, "Hey boys, like you have to go back on the ice and try to find his fingers." yeah, the tips of his fingers, he didn't have the... T- it blasted. Oh my God. It blasted the tips of his fingers off. So here we are, like 10 guys on the ice, like scraping our sticks on, on the ice uh. trying to find his fingertips. The dude, they were in his gloves. Like they just like stuck in his gloves. The oh tips of his God. fingers. Blasted his fingers right off.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy
1: anyways that was a what sorry i just thought of no that now. no
0: that's a good story but that's that's fucking scary man Th- that's how hot these pucks and these sticks can yeah, you know dude. Can shoot imagine the,
1: the doc the doctors just being like yeah you gotta go look for his fingers Ooh. we gotta put we gotta put them on ice <laughs> I, like, them well, back I was like well in fairness there are on ice right now uh <laughs> <laughs> i was like well and like if if you want to lose your finger it's a good spot to lose it it's already on the ice but
0: Oh, um, well, talking about losing things, what about Dorian potentially losing his job? Wow, buddy? nice segue. The summer of Dorian was last year. People were hyped up. You know, we had the Debrincat trade, the Giroux. You know, it seems like everything were trending up. We had a solid team. We get Chikrin. Everybody's excited. Everything's popped off. And then this year seems to be a little bit more low-key. I mean, like talking about Debrincat, I think it was the worst case possible, like the worst scenario He ends up asking out. He didn't want to sign an extension. They strong-arm him into trading him into his team that he wanted to go to, the Detroit Red Wing. The Iser plan, screws and tattoos, a little poor Dorian that had his hands tied. And and we come out with you know Kubelik, who had his prime in Chicago. Similar story to Dabrinkat, actually. Plays with Patty Kane, puts up some good numbers, moves on from Patty Kane and puts on some questionable numbers. And even with Dabrinkat last year, we thought he would come in hot. He kind of had a mediocre season. Um so so let's talk about his his summer of Dorian uh, 2.0 so the big names coming out are obviously Cam Talbot the goalie and, and Alex DeBrincat and in we have Corpusalo, a new goalie replacement Tarasenko Kubalik was kind of some other names that popped in and out uh we still have an unsigned Shane Pinto which is a big part of the third line and we have $32,000 left in salary cap so what is your take on Mr. Dorian do you think with the new management here in Ottawa he keeps his job uh and and how would you assess his summer 2.0 i'll
1: I'll play for the (laughs) thirty-two (laughs) thousand and and a double bed hey and a tracksuit that fits and a tracksuit that fits yeah um yeah i yeah it's tough i i saw the de brinkat trade and i was a little bit uh i i guess confused (laughs) because yeah you're looking at the return and and it's just not quite there for a guy like Debrinkat was supposed to be part of the future, right? We brought him in and everyone was saying like, oh, wow, like Debrinkat's going to be that goal scorer for Ottawa for the next 10 years. You know, that was kind of like the same. It was like, well, we're on the up like Brady and and Debrinkat are going to find this chemistry. And like, all of a sudden we're going to be back in it. Um, And then he's gone. He wants, like you said, the Iser plan, which is like coming together. (laughs) Like, man, Detroit's going to be sick. Like I, I don't know if they're gonna have a year yet, but they just like, like you said, the eyes are plans in motion. He's just been smoking bowls and making trades.
0: And um, you know what? You know what's crazy though too is it's an interdivisional trade. Like I mean, Detroit right? is yeah, battling at Ottawa for the final right. playoff spot, right? Right, right. And, and it, when you do that, you better get a return. Water. Right now, Kubelik, man, he actually has decent numbers. He's actually, he does. Like I don't mind him, and he's half the price, right? Yes. You, he technically, is. if you look at it this way. You, we got, got Kubalik and Tarasenko for different right. cat. Plus, a, you know the Sabranko kid, the Ottawa kid. Plus, a, a protected to the tits first rounder. I mean, it's not horrible. But Sabranko guy was sick in the in the World Juniors. Yeah, he might be okay. He might turn out to be something. Like
1: I said, it's it's going to depend. Like if Tarasenko wants to play and shows up, he's going to be great. And if Kubalik puts up good seasons, and all of a sudden we're looking back and saying like, okay, maybe not so bad. But but I'm worried knows- for
0: Batherson, Co- eh? You you yeah. heard the rumors that he might be one of those guys in that world the the world championship there the two thousand whatever uh, thirteen or the the year they had the world juniors the whole controversy there so there's a couple players in the NHL that might get suspended there's some there's some buzz a couple some buzz. buzz that it might be he was, might he be was in Drake the mix. Batherson. They might've been in the mix with Formington. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see if that's why they're holding on for Pinto in terms of like that salary cap. Cause there's gotta be somebody coming off the books to get Pinto. You'd think he's going to sign a bridge deal on the, you know, the 2.5 to $3.5 million, uh, you know, annually for the next couple of years. So I'll be curious to see, cause I like Drake Batherson as a player. He, I mean, I think he's a, a very good player that can move up from your first, second to third line. He could play some power play. He's kind of like a power forward type guy when he wants to, he does, it gets a, you know, hard on the forecheck, some nice hands, some good passing. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, they have a deep team. Seems like they have some deep defense. They're, they're, they're going all in on on Corpus Allo. We know the track record with Senators and, and goalies is not too great. But... Like
1: um, the Hamburglar.
0: Oh my gosh. The Hamburglar.
1: Dude, Bye. isn't it? That's like the most iconic like player time short time stint in NHL history. I would say he's got
0: to be up there. Yeah. Just getting so
1: hot and think about like how much Ottawa rallied around him for a city. That's like not really known to have these like crazy fans and this crazy, like that run was insane. It was insane. guys just throwing hamburgers on the ice. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually the glory kind of days,
0: buddy. Kind of like the podcast. It's the glory oh, days. Oh,
1: I know. Thinking back on the glory days. Well, the what glory be- days of uh,
0: Austin Matthews with his big boy contract. So he he surprises, I guess, some people with the four year, thirteen and a quarter mil contract extension with the Leafs. I think it was no surprise he was going to stay with the Leafs, but you would think with the trend of all these players going with the super max deal, kind of like the NBA, where they can sign as long as they possibly can. You have the, the extra year if you stay with your team, so the max you can sign in the NHL is 8 mil. But to, to bet on himself, again, another short-term contract. He's going to be 30 at the end of this one, and I think he's just trying to bank, make bank. Because he's playing uh, the not, percentage you're game.
1: Betting, you're not betting on yourself when you're making sixteen million dollars as soon as you sign your contract.
0: Yeah, betting <laughs> well, on yourself. Nice little signing bonus. Well, but you know what I'm saying is that he could have signed the eight year at thirteen and a quarter, right? But now you're doing the four at thirteen and a quarter, hoping that maybe you can get on the back end of your career, the thirty year old, maybe you can get an eight year at sixteen mil. You know what I mean? Like he's banking on that.
1: No, I I get it, but it just man, if if you can format that the the way he's getting his, his money is insane. Dupes give me the rundown on, on everything because it's all bonus-based, right? Yeah. So he gets his salary, which gets paid out throughout your year. So every two weeks or every month, you get your paycheck. But if you do it in bonuses, your AAV stays the same. So he's still 13 point whatever, four off the books every year for Toronto. But he gets that in lump sums at the start of the year. So this yeah. guy on July 1st, his first year is getting 16 mil. So I like, think he's getting waking, 15
0: with his current contract on July 1st.
1: Yeah. So imagine waking up to that, just being like, yeah, going go to go bed, you're like, oh, fuck, today was a shit day. And then being like, oh, I, tomorrow I'm going to have 16 mil in the bank.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's June 30th, wild. you're kind of like, oh, it was a shitty day today. But yeah, tomorrow yeah. should be good, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Imagine go to the Canada Day party. Dude, oh, man. Get after it. Get to your boy.
1: Like, how would that even feel? Like, I would just, to be honest, I'd be, I'd be messed up. I'd wake up on July 2nd and they'd, they'd be, half be of would be gone. I'd be, no, I'd be hung to the tits and my trainer would be like, Hey, let's go. You got to come in the gym, you know, big year, blah, blah. blah. I'll be like, dude, shut the fuck up. And just like roll, <laughs> roll back, go back to bed. Like my motivation would be out the, out the window. I'd be like, here's what? a grand, here's a grand. Don't call me again till next week.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of like what Brooks Kepka does to his wife when he's like bugging her. You ever see that where Brooks Koepka is like, "Yeah, my wife bugs me, so I just Venmo her a thousand bucks to keep her quiet." It was like on the Netflix series. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you Not know, you start asking yourself, is he playing chess and the rest of the league playing checkers? Because I think that's exactly what he's doing. You know, he's going to be the highest paid guy next year, thirteen and a quarter, which is higher than McDavid. When, and when you put things in McKinnon, perspective, McKinnon's too. Yes. Step yes. McKinnon. McKinnon's number two. Yeah. Right. Right, you're right because uh, McDavid's due soon, but uh, to put things into perspective, like I think McDavid had more assists than Austin Matthews had points this year, which is banana lands. But um, you know, a setting the president for Neilander too, it, it's it's a ma- mindset, right? He's you could tell he's all business, even with his injuries, with his wrists and other things I've been bugging him. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm here to make the most amount of money I possibly can, pump up my bank flow, and try nope, and cash in. Discount. No hometown discount. Look, man, you
1: look, Crosby won a cup because he did it. Guys like Ovi did it, won a cup. Bergeron. Like, you have to, Bergeron did it for years. Like Pasta, Marshawn, they well, won their Pasta's cups.
0: Well, making big bucks too now, 12 mil.
1: Well, because well, he's done. He's like, yeah, well, everything's out the window now. He yeah. doesn't care. Now he's cashing in. But you look at guys like, you remember Kane and Taze? Like these guys were like taking this. It's like you just look at Austin Matthews and as a teammate, I say, okay, this guy doesn't actually really care about winning all that much.
0: Right. And like I get it,
1: dude. Like I understand you want to like, you want to get what you deserve. And if Matthews is going to come out and put out fifty to sixty goals for the next five years, then you can, with the cap going up, you can say, yeah, man. Like that's that's what you're worth. You're getting it. But like Nylander is not getting paid now. There's no way he's coming back. You're looking at yeah, you know, Tree Living's going to have to pull something out of his arse.
0: Yeah, I was about uh, to say Tree Living got screwed because you know I had Dubas tampering in there, I already had this contract set up before he, he jetted yeah, off I, to Pittsburgh. Was, he's like, see ya, bye-bye. Yeah.
1: I hope I hope Tree Living's got a Panasonic because his butt's gonna be uh, <laughs> his, his butt's gonna be on fuego for the next couple of weeks trying to figure out what's going on, or the next couple of years, I guess, if he's really locked into doing that. But yeah, oh, we'll see, it- man.
0: It's, it's, it's kind of, you know, I was thinking about this from tree living's point of view, you, you got a guy for four years, so who knows what the Leafs look like in four years, It, it gives you an out, right? Like say, for example matthews falls off a cliff well he he has a way smaller contract might be a little bit easier to move later on you know gives them a little bit of a player option i I don't know maybe they have a rebuild at that time so it gives them some flexibility kind of dump the salary you know make a trade you know makes him his job maybe a little bit easier maybe that's what they're foreshadowing we have four years to win this thing let's see what we got with the big dogs and then we'll be able to reassess and if we had an eight-year contract at 13 and a quarter we're stuck with matthews maybe tougher to trade kind of like carlson right Carlson was lined up for all this time. They didn't want to retain any salary. The Sharks, they kind of got an iffy return for Carlson, a guy that just broke records. Um, So I don't know. I think it could be a win-win, and it depends on the way that you look at it. But you're right. There's no hometown discount. This guy's going – you could tell he's going to make bank. He was not playing the team card. Um, It seems like a lot of those boys are going to be coming up soon. Marner's got to be due in a couple years. You know, you talk about Nylander. We know Morgan Riley took the hometown discount, but – They've gotta get after it. They've gotta get after it. Winner bust.
1: Winner bust for Toronto. Yep.
0: Another one. So we have two little mini games. We could do the the predictions roulette or we can do a deer alley B. I got one of each. We've got about five minutes in the tank. What are you feeling?
1: Uh yeah, let's do the predictions. Let's let's do that and shut her down. Save save the deer alley
0: B. Prediction roulette. (laughs) Okay, so this is the this is the 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 thing that I'd come up with. So obviously, predicting for the upcoming season, we have a bold prediction, a safe prediction, a guarantee prediction, and an insato prediction. So we'll see where we kind of fall in terms of like what our point of view is. Some predictions in terms of this coming upcoming season. Um, let's start off with maybe uh, your bold prediction for this upcoming season. So, what is something that you would think would be? maybe not so likely, but not out of the realm of, of possibility.
1: My bold prediction. For Actually, you go ahead. I want to hear you do it first. I always go first on these kind of things. I want to hear where your head's at, and then okay. I'll toss out how
0: I'm feeling. My bold prediction. A player, other than McDavid, or a.k.a. McJesus, will win the scoring race this year. I think there's going to be some high flying, high scoring. I know that Mc McJesus like ran away with it basically in the first month, but we have Dry Settle that's still up, you know, up there. We have Kirill K- the Thrill who got injured at the end. We have Nikita Kucherov that's still knocking on the door. He's going to have some more playing time with some of those guys in the Lightning depth. Gone. I, mean, I mean, name some others. Matthews. We just said McKinnon was hurt last year. So we, I don't know, like I was a a straight up runaway by McJesus, but my bold prediction is there's going to be somebody other than McJesus that's going to lead the scoring race this year.
1: Man, that's actually kind of crazy. That's, that's kind of sick. I don't, I don't mind it. My bold prediction is that somebody's going to come out of retirement. There's going to be a mid season kind of like, you know, Lemieux, maybe like Tim, Tim Thomas came out of retirement, didn't he? At one Yes, point, dude, you,
0: you the- stole my insaneo 1. My insaneo 1 was Bergeron. Yeah, my insaneo 1 write- was Bergeron and Krejci are going to come out of retirement for the Boston Bruins at the trade deadline and they are going to go on a run. That was my insaneo 1. And
1: who's going to who I think is going to sign with the team as a veteran presence and it's going to be like a ridiculous deal, like pretty much a giveaway is Taze. I think Taze. Oh yeah, is yeah, come, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one too. He's going to be part of a playoff run. He's going to go to like Carolina and and the salary, they're going to retain all of his salary. He's going to go for free and he's just going to be a mentor on the third, fourth line. He's going to do his job and win a cup.
0: I- that would be sick. What about like a Marion Hossa? He, they just did like a game from like dude, a, a last game? game. Did you see his game? Did you see the
1: people? Dude, there yeah. was like 30 cup winners. In, imagine, the
0: imagine Dustin Bufflin coming back at like 350 pounds, just dummying dude, kids dude, in the playoffs. Dude, I'm, I'm dude, playing just playoffs.
1: Buffling going D to D to Lindstrom. I was like, dude, dude what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, how, how is this possible? Like, this is insane. Oh, that's um, wild.
0: I guess because yeah. I I didn't write it down in the document because I didn't want to spoil it. But that's my insano one. That's your bold one. I kind of on the same wavelength. Did you want to go right ahead with your insano or save it to the end? I thought the insanos would be a little bit better at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. You could, okay? Yeah, save we it to save the it. end.
0: Okay, my my safe one. My safe prediction is the 2023-2024 NHL All-Star Game is going to suck my ass. I think that's <laughs> going to be a safe bet. It's been cold for years. They've tried to spice it up with this golf stuff, this target shooting on the beach. They've tried to you know, incorporate the three-on-three and try and make it more enticing with some money. Uh, but to me... It's still an absolute dud. I almost turned it off last year. It's been three years where I've gone in. I'm like, okay, the All Star Game has some potential. It might be actually sick, and a safe bet for me is that it's going to stink again.
1: What do you got? Yeah, that's yeah. It, it's pretty stinky. Uh, the All Star Game is pretty bad. Um, I think safe bet here. I think the safe bet. Is going to be that Vegas is going to be competing for the cup again. Woo! I'm okay. not going to say that they're going to win, but they're going I'm to just be in the hunt. They're going to be in the hunt. They're going to be there all the way. I, so they're I not going to get eliminated
0: first round like Colorado. You think they're going to make a play?
1: I think they're going to make a play. I think they're going to—they have the potential to be kind of like the Tampa Bay Lightning did and okay. just dominate the next couple of years. I think they're built for it. I think like I don't think they'll have a good year. Like they're not going to put up these record numbers. They're going to squeak in. They're going to be in a fourth seed or something, and they're just going to come into the playoffs and dominate again. And ah. they're going to be in the hunt.
0: They're okay, either I'm
1: not going to lose in the finals or they're going to win it again.
0: All right, That's I can it. respect that, even though they might be matched up with Edmonton again. Even Think though. about their matchup. LA is in that division too. They're, Dude, they're LA is good, man. LA is yeah, really Kopitar, you have uh, Deneau, and now you have Dubois up the middle. Yep. That's no fun to be another uh, centerman on the other team. Yep. Um, I like that. Okay, what about a guarantee? What do you have for a guarantee? So a safe bet was a little bit less like uh, likely, but I guess the guarantee would be 100% this is going to happen.
1: I'm guaranteeing the Sens are not going to make the
0: playoffs Ooh. this year. Ooh, 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 some yep. Joey Cheese just logged off. He's mmm, y- y- why? How can you say that about my senators? Hmm.
1: Yeah, Joey Cheese just had a stroke in his oh yeah, and yeah. his minivan.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, what what makes you say that? What what's the guarantee there? What what is are you thinking?
1: Oh, man, I just don't like. I don't think they have it. I think Ottawa needs to. They need to have a change. Not only in the players, I think like now with the new ownership, I think like they just everything needs to be turned around. Let's get this new rink. Let's forget about these, you know, couple years that have been lulls. Like let's let's get the fans back. Let's do like a, a whole new rebrand. like kinda of like what the Red Blacks did in yeah. the CFL. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they need a comeback in a different way. They need a different angle. I think their team's good. They're competitive, but they're just like they, they make they they never ever get it done when they right. have to
0: yeah and when it comes to crunch time eh,
1: dude when it comes to crunch time like they'll win those the games in the you know in the the 50th game of the year no they, pressure always games. These runs. they suck at the start of the year they suck at the end of the year they win those no pressure games and i just i wouldn't be putting my money on them this year
0: okay i can respect that and and going with that too i had um like, like, i might add like buddy
1: i love the sense i just like
0: I'm not disagreeing. I it's, I don't see it's not it. a bad thing. I have uh, as my guarantee the most difficult division will be once again the Atlantic Division. I mean, you have you have the Leafs, you have Tampa, you have Boston, you have Ottawa, you have Detroit, you have Buffalo. Imagine if Buffalo gets a goalie, they'll be a team, right? Yeah, I mean, do you think, they do you think they're in the market for one? like that that def, that that division is is fucked. They're so stacked. It's going to be tough to come out of. What if Buffalo
1: that. goes out and gets like Flurry or something?
0: While well, they were talk about him, get them getting Connor Hellebuck.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, that so you'd have a wild. Devin
0: Levi Hellebuck tandem. I mean, you have Daleen you have Owen Power, you have some firepower up front. Tage Thompson. Skinner yeah, had a revive year. They're pretty deep, man. Like it's going to be tough. Atlantic Division guaranteed is going to be the toughest division to come out of. It's kind of like the AL East in baseball, where you have the Yankees, the it's Red true, Sox, man. the Rays, the Blue Jays. It's going to be a battle every night. You guys are going to be playing each other what six or seven times in the season. Uh, it's it's going to come down to the wire. I think I think it's going to be really tight in that Atlantic
1: Division. So funny, remember we used to play the old like NHL games, and you we would like if you were playing there was a 0% chance one of like the guys you were playing against was picking a team from the East. Like yeah. There was just oh, yeah. zero chance. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like how dominant the West has been forever. Yes.
0: And like, they were like just, the big boys. The West were like the big boys, oh, and then the East man, were like the little softies.
1: And West. And the East was like the Quebec Major Junior League of the and, show.
0: And I better mention that the Montreal Canadiens are also in that division before Jay Renz has a stroke in his little Volkswagen. So yeah. they're in there. I don't know if they're a threat yet. I mean, but... Yeah, just, uh,
1: Joey Cheese and Wren's just downing back some whiskey listening to the pod, <laughs> crying to each other right now, uh, feeling disrespected.
0: We lost out on Bedard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have another Insano one, so I just came up with one on the spot. So give us your Insano, and I'll finish us off here, and then let's close this
1: thing down. I've got two Insanos. Okay, let's hear them. First Insano, I think I think Bedard's going to get under 20 goals his first year. That's Ooh, my first insane. Under I 20 goals? Under 20. I think I, like he...
0: I, don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't be
1: surprised. I think he's going to have like... He can have a decent enough year. I think he's going to be injured. He's not going to play all the games. I think he'll play 60 games, have 18, 17, 18 rips, have good numbers assist-wise, be good on the power play. It won't be like a stinker of a year, but people will be like... Start to question him because people don't understand hockey. Yeah, that's like my an first Alex, one.
0: uh, Lafreniere. Man, he's he's kind of like this, a similar yeah. type of situation. Okay, but I think well, he's gonna have a lot of opportunity more opportunity than Lafreniere, right? He has right. low numbers, but you know, Bernard is I gonna have to be I playing a time. to Lafreniere. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't compare, I think he's like an
1: Yakupov. Jeez, no he's not gonna he's not gonna be a bust I'm yeah but he saying, was like, sick his first year putting people are putting him in this numbers of make getting 40 50 rips in the no, first year no, like no it's chance. just not gonna happen man yeah like this yeah. is a different this is a different ball game i agree um and my other insane note is the team that's going to be the most challenging to vegas this year is going to be seattle
0: Ooh, ooh, yeah You know what? They're they're the classic team that's just deep as fuck. Every four lines is going to come after you. They have no studs. They have just solid guys. No egos. And I think
1: Beneers is not going to have that sophomore slump. I I honestly think he's that type of guy who's just going to be like nose to grindstone. He's just going to keep going. Well, it's funny Um, because he
0: seemed to have a slump at the end. Like it's it, you know people were talking that he he never really played an eighty two game season right in the OHL you play what seventy games in college you play thirty something games and then now you're going to play every other night eighty two games I, I, people were talking he kind of ran out of gas so that's interesting he maybe had a sophomore slump at the end uh, but okay I like that I like I like Seattle too
1: there you go that's my uh, that's my throw-ins there
0: my last insane talking about out of retirement Matt Cook is going to come out of retirement. <laughs> he's gonna this with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they're gonna be playing a battle drill in the corner. And Carlson's gonna go get the puck in the corner, and Matty Cook is gonna come out and chop that other Achilles tendon in two. <laughs> and Carlson's gonna be done. And that's my insano prediction and how to finish prediction roulette numero
1: uno. That's pretty good. I like that.
0: I made it up. I didn't
1: screen. know you were going that insano on those. No, I was
0: just going insano. I was going to. I was going for for wow factor here.
1: <laughs> insano factor. Yeah, uh, my insano is Crosby gets a midseason circumcision, misses 15 oh. <laughs> games, <laughs> ends out of the playoffs because of circumcision.
0: Uh oh, well, Bobs, it was nice chatting with you, buddy. Keep the stories rolling. It's nice to oh, get this buddy. up and running and hopefully we can get something sooner and, uh, we'll enjoy your nap time. I know you have practice in like four hours. I've got to get my day going too. It's, it's about 10 30 in the morning here, so I've got to get buzzing. Uh, it was great chatting with you and we'll talk later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unreal getting back into it. You kind of fucked me on this late night. Now I'm going to be up all night thinking about Crosby's four Z and, uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, Pracky. Yeah, we practice so early here, man. It drives me nuts. Get it's uh, five, I got a big one. I got a five forty-five a.m. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is Dupes and I look at. We have a, a full morning. We do a, a full skate, full workout, full stretch. We get work done, whatever, and we hang out. We get in our car. We look. It's like ten forty-five. <laughs> like what oh, the boy. fuck? Like what are we gonna do with the rest of our day? You know. So. Yep. But yeah. All right, Anyways, bro. Absolutely. Pleasure. Peace. Peace. Good run.